you know, we've got to be human beings. And the more information you can put in there, the less you have to remember. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey guys, join me in my new community on Facebook. I have just created a new group and I am so eager to connect with you guys. Reach out, join, check out the link in the show notes and just hop on over there because I'm going to be pulling back the curtain like I have never done before and really showing you how to get ideas to execution. So join the community. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. Today we are with Tracy Beavers. Tracy Beavers is in the house and we are going to talk to Tracy about sales. She is a sought after sales coach and she's going to talk to us about things that I think we all do. That's neglecting the follow-up. And listen, I've got my excuses why I don't follow up. So let's see if they (laughs) pan out with Tracy. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Thank you so much, Chris. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, good. We're going to have some fun. Okay. Sales. Look, I love sales. I'm comfortable with sales. I get excited when I get a sales call. Like that makes my week. Oh, I got a couple sales calls this week. Okay. So it's, it's my jam. I love doing it. However, um, I don't follow up. I don't, I think I'm really of the mind that if I have to convince you to work with me, we're not starting off into a good situation. Now, maybe the nature of my work is different, um, but I'm really about, I want you to be hungry. I don't want to be carrying the weight. I really want you, you know, to, if you're not interested now, it's like to me, okay, here's my thing. It's like trying to convince somebody to go out on a date with you. Like if I can't convince you, if you're not excited on day one, then we're not going to last six weeks in. Like you, I drug you to that first date kicking and screaming. And now I'm wondering why it's petering out a month later. That's how I feel about it. But I know it goes against everything that, you know, is out there. So tell me what I'm doing wrong. So first of all, the word sales, people go, ew. And so okay. what cracks me up is nobody thinks there's a sale. They are a salesperson or they don't want to be right, labeled right. a sales. Okay. We're all in sales. Let's just get right. that out there. Yeah, um, yeah. But just like you say, you know, everybody that's in business or sales wants clients that are warmed up, ready to go with their wallet out. And all you got to do is say, here's what I can do for you. Here's my price. And they sign up and everybody's happy, but that's okay, not the okay. way it works. People, um, you, we have to, people want to do business and you've heard this a million times with people that they know, like, and trust. Correct. And that takes building an actual relationship and being a human being. We can't, right. it, like in your analogy of dating, we can't walk into the bar, sit down next to somebody and look at them and go, Hey, you want to get married? I love that you had me in a bar. I love that we started right <laughs> off in the bar, <laughs> not a coffee shop. Come on, no. uh-uh. we're going straight. Stay to the bar. out past dark. Don't put your pajamas on. Go to right. a bar. Okay, but I can't All just right. ask you to marry me the, the minute I meet you because you're like, who are you, you lunatic? I don't even know you. 
Okay. So right off the bat, I think what I'm doing is soon as somebody says follow up, I reject that. Cause I think I've met with you. Right. If you're not interested, I'm not doing a big old campaign of follow-up, but what you're saying is really the follow-up can come before the sales call. It's building that no like, and trust. So the follow-up is from, from that first contact. Yes, it is. It's okay. from the very first contact. So you meet somebody at a networking event and, you know, you've had a great conversation. Maybe it's about business. Maybe it's not. It doesn't always have to be. And you know that you want to follow, you want to follow up with that person. You want to see, for me, networking is exciting because I want to see where the people I meet are going to feel, fit into my life. Everybody mm. has a space in my life. It doesn't always have to be about business. Right. And here's the, the fun part about networking is you never know if the next person that you meet is going to be the person that is pivotal to your success. It's like right. that old Microsoft Minesweeper game that we all played at work when our employers thought we were working and okay. <laughs> the little square and you click okay. on the squares and the object is to clear the board. And sometimes you're clicking and it's just clicking. And then sometimes you click on a mine and it blows open several spaces. And it's like networking. The next person you meet could be the person who just introduces you to this person, introduces you to that person. And it's okay. building that relationship and them getting to know you so that they know they like you and they want to stay in contact with you. And the follow-up really is just the furthering of the relationship. Okay. So that's a valuable lesson that I learned painfully years ago. And here's the problem. Um, you know, a, little, my, a lot of you guys out there know I'm all about, you know, building your win team and what is next team. And I'm all about super toolkits and being more efficient and all that stuff. So that's great. Right. So many years ago when I wasn't like that in the beginning, and I was going like the first two years of my business without sleep, which did not make me a charming person. Like I'm a recovering rushaholic, right. right? So everything's rush, 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 right? Like trying to outrace time. It was just nuts. And, you know, I was always like, go, go, go. And uh, people even would say, I talk so quickly. And I think you need to listen faster, like get out of my way. Right. So what would happen is anything that wasn't work was an interruption from work. And so right. I really saw painfully that yeah. I let meaningful relationships uh, die, frankly, because there was no reason for me to call them. There was no reason for me to follow up. Like we didn't. Have, so then all of a sudden, and, and now, you know, later there are these big, huge, important people. And I don't mean that in a, in a horrible way, but you know, I did like them and I, I, I would have liked to enjoy their journey and I would have liked to stay connected, but I didn't have a reason to reach out to them. Right. So the relationship melted away where I learned that now is like, okay, I'm having this wonderful opportunity. I meet these fantastic people through the podcast and being on shows. Yeah. So what I learned quickly is, oh, I was meeting way more people than I ever had before. But if I wasn't careful, I would be rotating relationships yeah. instead of sustaining them. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I had dropped the ball on that years earlier, where all of a sudden you're just so busy working evenings, weekends, like a crazy person. And then you realize, oh, you haven't talked to that business connection in two years, which right. does not take long to pass. So where do we, those are two extremes. What do you suggest? How do we navigate that? So I navigate it um, with a very foolproof, easy system. And okay. it's called, you've heard of a CRM system, customer yeah. management. Now, what I teach my clients is the best CRM system for you is the one you're going to use. Oh, so I don't good. care okay. if it is a Rolodex with pieces of paper in it okay. and index cards in a shoebox, or if it's an okay. Excel spreadsheet, or if it's one of those monthly paid subscriptions 
that you see on uh, the internet. Salesforce is one, 17 hats. There's one called Doe. And there's a lot of them that are very, there are, some of them are free. Some of okay. them are very low, low price point. And some of them are very industry specific, which is cool. Okay. Like okay. for somebody who's in um, a general sales role at a company, Salesforce is a good option, if, especially okay. if they're a franchise owner. Someone who's in network marketing might use one called Doe. Uh, Penny is another one. So let's go with the entrepreneur that listens, you guys out there, small yeah. business entrepreneurs. So you're saying, you know, there's free stuff out there, but again, guys, you know, I'm all about this. Don't now start. This is the thing before the thing and back up. So you could do something as simple as a spreadsheet, spreadsheet which by the way, is what I currently use. Yeah. Um, because in that, you know what I do? I also like to have a picture of the person because I'm meeting so many people. Yes. And if I don't have the picture, yes. Here's a story. I had somebody who's on the podcast, fantastic person. And we were chatting. And even now people always say, oh, it's great. You got high energy and stuff. Well, that's great. till you try to go to sleep, right? Mine's racing and stuff. So we started <laughs> talking like and she, yeah, she was telling me about weighted blankets. It had changed her life. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a try, but whatever. And it really, truly was the most significant thing I'd ever done. Weighted blanket. She gave me a brand name, just call, just get this name, whatever. Okay. So I sent an email like a month later said, I can't believe this is working. Oh my gosh, I have much, much deeper sleep. I went on and on and I sent the email. I confused her with somebody else who kindly replied oh, and no. said, that's, she, and she had been on the show too. So she <laughs> kindly replied and said, that's wonderful, Chris. I'm so glad to hear that you're sleeping well. I don't know what you're talking about, but I do appreciate you sharing this with me. Right. So I, I thought, you and your oh, blanket will be very happy together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad you got a new blanket. <laughs> Yeah. What like I sounded funny. like I was five in kindergarten. So I realized, oh, already, you know, because I can see why I got them confused. They're both in similar topics. Frankly, they had a similar, they looked a lot a little bit alike as well. I get it. I I laughed. We had a joke about it, but it doesn't take long before that happens, right? Exactly. So yeah. we so we want to have some ability to follow up with clarity of who these people are. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then what do we do? So you want to put everything. Okay. So first of all, a CRM system, you want at a minimum, their name, cell phone number, and email, because okay. a lot of us are relying on social media, Facebook messenger, yeah. Instagram, DMS, and all that. That is not a good strategy. If no. that disappeared tomorrow, we've got to go back to old school and have all that contact information so we don't lose contact. And this is not only people that you meet in networking events, this is your best client. You yeah. do not want your best client to go without a touch from you because they will move on to somebody else. So right. as business owners, we have to love on the ones we've got while we're trying to attract new ones into our business. Because if you don't love on the ones that you've got, they're going to go out the back door really quietly. And okay. then all you've got I is... That's a Southern thing. Everybody write that down. Love on the ones you got. Okay. Love on the ones you got. Love's the one you're with. There's a song about that. Yeah. So, there's a, a, that's a business country song. Love on the ones you got. Okay. Love on the ones you got. So, um, so in your example, you could have very easily put her name and the, yeah. the date of your conversation is important. Yeah. Where you met that person is important. Um, do the that, fact yeah. that she recommended a weighted blanket, that's important. It seems silly. Yeah. But it's important because then your brain will go, oh, right. And she was wearing a blue shirt and we talked about this and she's got a dog named, you know, yeah. such and such. And it, it helps you have a genuine contact with that person. You genuinely can email her and go, hey, that blanket's amazing and know that you've got the right person. 
or, hey, how's your dog? Or, hey, you mentioned your grandmother's been sick. You know, we've got to be human beings. And the more information you can put in there, the less you have to remember. Yeah. And a hundred percent, because I do that now. So that's one of the columns is something personal about them. Like their two-year-old just had a birthday and I, you're right. It will anchor it. I'll remember it, but otherwise without it, you, I personally would have no confidence. So I'd kind of like sketch over subjects, like hope you and your family are doing well, because I don't remember which person, like I'm not a hundred percent if you have a two-year-old or a 20 year old. Right. So feel good. That doesn't feel good to send a generic. It's worthless. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't, it doesn't count. Right. So you're absolutely right. That really, truly does matter. Okay. So spell it out. And this stuff, listen, this sounds like so basic common sense, but we all get so busy that you forget it. And especially listen, every once in a while, I get a business contact that just somehow, you know, through the grapevine, we hear their whole Facebook has been wiped out and, yes. you know, they've got kids and weddings and all their contacts and they're just And you know what, aside from the fact one time in the beginning, I got kicked out of Instagram. I mean, of course you got to love these platforms because I have no idea why, like we were only on it in the beginning, like six months, there was nothing I could have done. I didn't have, I still don't have a following that's going to make an impact or commit a crime. Right. Right. But what happens is too, aside from that, you lose those contacts. You do take, you do feel a little beat up. Like the world just said, you don't matter. We just wiped you out. We killed you on Facebook. You're dead to us. Right. And I know with Instagram, I thought, you know, it took me about six months before I went back. Cause I thought you dumped me. I don't care. But then I realized that Instagram wasn't taking it as hard as I had taken it. So I had to move. Unfortunately, no, no they, they had moved on quite nicely without me. So, but it does happen all the time with people with really significant accounts. So, you know, not only having this email list, but also knowing who that then you could reach out to these people personally, if you needed to. Yes. So this is kind of like, Sometimes you think it's basic, but boy, is it embarrassing when someone goes over these basics with you after you drop the ball. It is, it's, it is simple. It is simple. It is basic. It's, I, and it's, I think it's easy, truly. If you get it and you get in the habit of it, every time you go out and you're, and you come home with business cards, if you don't do something with those, then you might as well have not gone to the event. hundred percent. I mean, then what's the point of being there? I was talking to a real estate agent not too long ago, and this was heartbreaking. She's been in the business five years and she is very productive. She's a high producer. Do you know she had not kept any contacts for the last five years of all the people that came through her open houses? And I was like, my jaw dropped. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I thought in my mind, I didn't say this to her because I didn't want her to cry, but I was like, how much more of a producer could you have been and gotten there faster if you had kept all of the names of the potential buyers and your sellers and loved on them and the other real estate agents that you meet and all of that. I mean, it's just, it it hurt my heart. My first instinct was thinking, okay, I went right to judgment. I'm sorry. I was thinking, what the heck? Right. But then on the other hand, if I stop for a moment, I thought case by case scenario, she probably thought, well, they weren't buying or they, yes. they said they weren't in the area. Right. So she figured at the time, case by case scenario, there, right. there wasn't a real solid lead, but right. what she could have been building was a community. Yes. And okay. here's the thing. You never know when someone is going to be ready to purchase and you right. want to stay top of mind. So let's say somebody walked through that open house and they were just kicking tires. They were looky-loos, just checking it out. Okay, you never know what's going to happen in somebody's life tomorrow. 
Right. Maybe that next two weeks or three weeks, they had got a promotion and were moving and they needed to sell their house all of a sudden. Maybe they had uh, all of a sudden had a parent that needed to move in with them. You never know what's going to happen. And so on the face of it, while it looks like, as you're saying, she's probably thinking, oh, they're not interested. She's, she is making up their mind for them Mm, based on assumption, not based on fact. And so that person could have been one of her clients and then been so happy, referred her to five other people who could have referred her, referred her, referred her, you know, that old shampoo commercial, you tell two friends and you tell two friends and you tell, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So she made assumptions and she decided and and it little by little is how it happened. And five years pass and she's like, oh my gosh, that's five years. Yeah. yeah. Cause you don't think you, at the time you're just trying, this is, this is all the foundation of what we do. We're all about creating your win team. your what is next team. And right. you know, I'm all about stopping entrepreneurs from working so hard, yes. but what happens is you get caught up in this week bleeds into next week, into next month. And all of a sudden yes. there goes another year. Like I'm certain we slide from January to March and then you blink twice. <laughs> it's summer right. and September to December, I know is three weeks long. Right. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is all of a sudden you think, Oh, I'm like, I did too. Like I let these, some significant, like when I was coming up, there's some really heavy, heavy influencers that I was hanging out and we were brainstorming business ideas. And now I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're, you know, like, ah, I, <laughs> we should have stayed in contact, not just for my own purpose and vanity. And I could have had, you know, been still connected, but it would have been really fun to share that journey with them. And I just got busy and thought we would bump into each other when we were both a little bit less busy. Right. So, okay. So it's really about staying connected. All right. It's about having that systematized. So it's effective. So you can lean into it. Um, Making it a habit. Yeah. So making it a habit. So what does that habit look like? Like, is it just, you know, the typical newsletter stuff? What are you talking um, oh, making it a habit of using the system is what I meant. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I mean. Me, okay. So for me, um, my habit is daily. I daily. put in the contacts that I've met that day or that I've okay. had a conversation with. Everything goes in there. It takes literally two minutes. Okay. Um, like if you're in my CRM system, I'm going to log in there. I'm going to say Chris Ward, excellent podcast today. And it'll log the date because I'm using a software system. Isn't that generous of her? She's, I'll give you a Southern thing. Isn't she wonderful? Like sweet tea. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Special. And so then if like, if you said to me, and if it was a pre-interview for a podcast and you said to me, okay, I'm going to get back with you in a couple of weeks. We're, we're jam-packed for April, blah, 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 whatever the conversation. I'm like, yeah. okay, I know in two weeks, I need to be hearing from Chris because I want to be on her podcast. So I'm going to diary that forward for two weeks. Right. And so anybody that's new, they get entered in as a prospect or just a contact. Um, And then every day I pull that up. It's part of my morning routine before my first client appointment, before people start to get a hold of me with phone calls and emails and all the things. It's part of what I do every morning. I look and see who needs a touch from me today. Who have I forgot, not forgotten about, but who do I need to go back to? And I'm shocked sometimes. I'm like, wow, has it really been, you know, like you'll think I just talked to that person and then you look and the date is from February and you're like, wow, has it really been since February since I talked to that person? Right. It's just like you're saying time flies and so fast. The other thing that you can do is this, and this is going to sound terrible, but we are all so busy. We cannot rely on our memory. Some of my friends are in my system because Mm. I want to be sure I'm checking in on them regularly because I want to stay together and stay in touch. Because just like you're saying, 
out of sight, out of mind. I put my own birthday on my calendar because one year it was like on a Tuesday and my family, my husband had these plans and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm booked. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't recognize that day. So we had to move a bunch of appointments. So I had to block it off for the next year going, okay, I have a birthday and it's not about me. Other people might want to do something. Okay. So we have on our spreadsheet, what we do is we'll put in, like, also we'll nurture that or make sure we stay in contact with them on social media as well. So we make sure that we've liked or connected with them, engaged on their choice of platform. So, so just having that there, that there's some, as you say, you've touched them in some way. All right. And just keep nurturing the community. Yes. Okay. In a, in a human, warm, relational way. Okay. Because gotcha. if, if all we say is buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. No, no, that's no, no, sleazy, no, no, salesy. We don't want to do that. No, um, no. Yeah. So it's all about building those relationships. That's what okay. it comes back to. And one of the ways you use this CRM system as a tool to help you do that. So you can free up all that brain space to think about something else. Because you don't want to have to walk around remembering all your contacts and you know, when you're going to follow up with them and all that. No, a hundred percent. And you know what, like going back to my date, you know, a dating example, you can't listen, you can't call somebody, go out and date, have a good time. And then check in with them six weeks later. Like, yeah, you ran out of things. To, did you run to the bottom of your list and start over? Like that's, we're not doing this. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. You so you have to, you have to keep, you know, you, you want to build these connections. And like, to my earlier point, I definitely want to, don't want to be rotating relationships. That's useless. Right. All right. So tell us, you know, these are, are some really simple, but profound, easily lost in your day-to-day activities. Cause we're always about, Oh, this is, you know, we all have this deadline. Like right now we're working really hard on this new masterclass that we're going to be doing it in our community or our Facebook community. Cause anyways, it's phenomenal. We're putting a lot of work into that. That's our big focus right now. But right. when my head surfaces from that in a couple of weeks, you know, all of a sudden it'll be the next thing, right? That's what we call your win team. What is next? So you do get lost. So tell us more of, you know, where you feel we're dropping the ball in this area. Well, that realtor example, she wasn't using the system at all. That's a huge, just fail right there. Um, And then we do drop the ball when we don't use it consistently. Just like I talked about, it needs to be part of your routine. It needs to go on your planner. If it's not on my planner and it's not written down, it's not going to happen because I'm not going to remember it. What are we reaching out to them for? Like, what, we don't want it to feel forced. No. And we don't have anything to say. And, you know, are we going to check in and do, hey, last time we talked, it was two-year-old's birthday. How was that? Like, that, I, I'm not a big fan of small no. talk either. No, not at all. Um, you, ha- you do want to have a genuine reason. Obviously, okay. if it's someone you've met casually, um, you know, one thing you could do is maybe instead of reaching out or um, to directly to that person, as you're saying, you friended them on Facebook or Instagram on some way on social media, you could just go kind of see what they're up to, like a few things, okay. comment on a few things, okay. just so they see your name again. Okay, so that counts. That, okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yes. And actually, that's it, almost better than right. continuing Another email. to text them or email them or call yeah. them or whatever. That can get kind of, you want to think of a way. Um, here's another example. So when I go to um, a networking event, or let's say I have lunch with someone who I really want to stay in contact with just as a business person, because they're, I could do some mentoring with them. They could do some mentoring with me, you know, just a great uh, collaboration partner. Um, I'm going to send them a thank you note. 
Right. It counts as a touch. Okay. And they're going to get that a few days after we've met and it's going to keep me top of mind. And then if I don't want to, if I don't have a reason to reach out directly, I could go, I can, I'm going to friend them on Facebook and I'm just going to be their friend. Yeah. You know, Hey, that two-year-old birthday party looked amazing. Cute, cute kid, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. But yeah, it all counts. I think for a while I, listen, it, this is an interesting story. It came up recently. So uh, a good 10 years ago when, you know, even I, like I went virtual long before anybody else, even if they were in my local community, I was doing appointments on Skype because they could see my computer. It was just time efficient instead of driving around, even if it took 10 minutes. Right. Um, but so I remember, but when there'd be people in the local community that something happened. So this gentleman had taken over, uh, you know, he, whatever the eyewear store he had, and he was new to the business community. So I sent him a postcard, welcome to the community, blah, 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 for my business. Yeah. And, uh, my mom was in there just the other day to get a pair of glasses. And he said, Oh, it's my anniversary. I've been doing this for 11 years. And he took her over and he showed her, he said, this was the first postcard I got Yeah, opened up and it's from Chris. Now, here's the thing. I stopped doing that because all of a sudden everything was so virtual. I felt silly asking for people for their address. Like, yeah. oh, can I send your address? Right. So I stopped doing it. But then I realized if I ask somebody for their address, they'll give me their address. And even if it's just a postcard, then maybe I send them three postcards a year. But people did used to go on about these postcards, like as if I, I don't know, hand stitched it. And yes. it was because it wasn't email because email is just more work. How many emails do I have to plow through? Well, so he's that, your email is going to go into this, their junk folder, right? But he's kept that card all these years. Yeah. So my my hesitancy was asking for their email, uh, the regular snail mail address, but it's not such a big deal. Ask for it, move on. It's really not. Um, okay. And you can make it less awkward. Sometimes I'll say, like, if I if if the look on their face is like, what? Stalker. I'm like, okay, I'm Southern. I'm going to send you a thank you note. I'm just letting you know. Right. You know, okay. or there is a way to find them an address that might be more appropriate. Do you know where they work? But uh, so many see a lot of my, even before all this craziness in the world, 80% of them would have a home office, right? Because yeah. they, so yeah. then I didn't want to ask them for their address, but I do find now I just ask people and they give it. So yeah, I, I don't know if I'm just following into what I tell my clients not to do like, oh, here's your distraction. Here's your reason. Here's right. your excuse for not following through on something. So, okay. Ask for their yeah, address. If they, if, I'm sorry to interrupt you. If no, they, go ahead. If, when they give you the, their business card, if there's not an address on there, you could simply say, oh, hey, um, and you've got the card and you're, you're writing, hey, I just want to make sure, can I get your address? Do you have a P.O. box or anything like that? That'll, that's a little bit more, you know, relaxed. Yeah, it's been a, feels like a hundred years since I got a business card because I've been virtual for a really long time. I understand. So my my I clients are around the world. There's, I don't even have, I don't even have business cards anymore. So, but, but the, yeah. the point you made is a valid one. Okay, so we've got a couple minutes left. These are really profound, but simple things to do. And what it is really impacting is your, your, you know, we always say your networking is your net worth. So that's, yeah. that's a big thing. What's yeah. the final thing you want people to take away with today as far as the importance of all this? Oh gosh, I would say anyone that is looking to truly be successful in sales and drive revenue, you've got to build relationships. Right. And this, using this simple tool, is one of the ways that you can effectively do that and be and be a, just a genuinely nice person, you know, yeah. making sure that you've got the notes on your conversation. Because if you follow up with somebody and you can't remember what they told you, that's, yeah. just, that's not okay. I've had people follow up with me and literally I'm like, did you not remember that, you know, whatever products they were selling or whatever, 
do you not remember anything that I told you? Cause no, yeah. I don't like blue. I like this or no, I yeah. don't, you know what I mean? And so it just, it takes all the guesswork out of it and it gives you a solid place to, to jump off of, to build those relationships and gain more revenue, which is, you know, at the end of the day, what we all want is to have more success and less overwhelm and less worry and um, just more energy because you free up all that brain space. You can go spin a different plate. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And you really are. The community is everything because the, the irony of that is we've all done this. Then you leave that relationship, the one off and you go and try to get a bunch of likes on Facebook from people. You know what I mean? Like you're like, no, no, no. I know you want to build a relationship with me, but I'm over here trying to get attention from people that have never met me and that are, we don't know what this attention means, but I'm trained to jump through these hoops and get a bunch of likes. So it really is kind of upside down. It is. Yeah. yeah. Those vanity, those vanity numbers don't mean anything anyway. No, no, no. We've all learned that by now. Yeah. Unless, of course, they, they treat you as dead and cut you completely off, then it is upsetting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, Tracy, where is the best place for people to find you and get more of your brilliance? I am um, on tracybeavers.com. Uh, that's my website. I'm on Facebook, uh, Tracy L. Beavers. And um, I also, if you'll go to my website, I have a freebie that your, um, your listeners can grab. And okay. it's it's super easy to find. It's one of the biggest buttons at the top. And it is a, um, uh, tips on how to generate, create your own referral machine by okay. diving deeper with the clients that you have. Okay. Just like we're talking about building relationships, diving deeper with the clients that you have so that they love you so much. They can't help but refer you. All right. We all want that. It's going to be in the show notes guys. And, uh, right after this, I'll head over there myself and check it out for you. But, uh, Grab one as soon as you can. Tracy, thank you very much. We thank really you. appreciate you. Thank it was you. lots of fun. Yeah. And everyone else, we'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to freegiftfromchris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S, dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.